0: Welcome to episode number 17 of The Gulag. Episode 18, we will be going live on Facebook and YouTube if you're listening to this currently. If not, go check out episode 18 as well later when I post it. We'll be live with Peyton and our friend Jake, hopefully. So stay tuned for that. Thanks guys for listening. Welcome back, everybody. So I tried to do one of these episodes last night, and I realized that I didn't hit the record button. So I did like 45 minutes and went to hit the end button, and I was like, oh, there's no end button. That's fun. So I have to redo this. So that's what I'm doing right now. So welcome back to the Gulag, everybody. Uh, This is just another solo episode I'm doing. Episode 17. If you're new here, um, me and Peyton are doing an episode tonight as well. Uh, we might have our friend Jake on. He's going to talk about, he was an ex socialist kind of dude. And, uh, now he's a big time libertarian and he's going to tell us about that. So it'll be interesting. He's a cool dude. So stay tuned for that. It'll probably be around 10 o'clock tonight. If you're watching this right now, which we got one here, Um, Yeah. So I've been watching the Bucks playoffs lately, right? Uh, and I realized how many people. Okay, this is what I realized: yes, everybody's the same. Everybody that watches that like is obsessed with sports, and. For this example, the NBA—they're all the same. It's like it's like you just duplicate the same person over and over and over again. They all wear the same shit. They all got the the Bucks jersey with the gold, the, the little gold chain tucked under, and and then the short shorts and the in the really high white socks, uh, and then the the frizzy hair with the like bowl cut thing that's in style now. I don't understand why. Uh, and then they got the whether it's like the white con- like white converse or white. Uh, um, Air Force Ones, it's something like that, right? And these people can't have a conversation other than sports. These are the kind of people that thrive during playoff sports. But they're the most boring fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. And I like sports to some extent. I've been in sports my whole life. I was in football, wrestling, judo, basketball, soccer, Whatever. I've never not been in a sport growing up, up until college. Uh, So I understand the value of it. I'm not saying that. But like, learn something else, okay? People, they're not important. There's nothing important about the motherfucking Milwaukee Bucks winning anything. Because guess what? They win or lose, it ain't going to matter. It's not going to affect your life. You're still going to have to deal with your boss. You're still going to have to do whatever it is you do. It doesn't matter. People know more about each individual player on whatever sports team they're a fan of than they do what's going on in their own government than they do with what's going on with people that are literally making decisions that are actually going to affect their life. They know more about that than they do actually what they even believe about anything. Their worldview it's like, like, come on, people. And then they think that's like a sign of like manliness or masculinity to be that kind of person. It's like, no, that's a complete sign of utter weakness because you don't know anything other than fawning over other grown men that throw a ball in a hoop. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just me, uh, which brings me to this clip that I want to show you guys. So I saw this video. It's this guy talking about the, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about the video. I'm just going to show you the video, and then I'm going to comment it after, on it afterwards. Here we go.
1: Thing ...in the scheme of the entire world. Oh, that's why one they one. pay athletes these fantastic salaries. I was listening to the radio the other day. They just contracted to pay one, one player on one team $6 million dollars. A year. Can you believe this? And why is that? It's the Roman circus. What does the emperor do when the people become restive and when the people are asking questions and when the people don't like the policies of the emperor? He sends them to the circus. He creates a circus. He builds a giant coliseum and he begins to throw the Christians to the lions and he has great chariot races and football games and basketball games, all to keep the idiots preoccupied with things that don't mean anything in the scheme of the entire world. So that they don't Big have the facts. time to learn what the truth is. So they don't ever get smart enough to learn how they're being manipulated. So they don't ever question the
0: and That's really it. If you look at all the people that are funding things like the NBA, like the the NFL, the NHL. If you look at all the people that are that are funding all these big production companies in Hollywood, they're people that want to distract you in some way, shape, or form. That's what it is. It's not just about there's obviously there's obviously value. In entertainment. There's value in harmless tribalism. There's value in learning how to compete without necessarily being the enemy of the person that you're competing with. That's what sports teach you how to do. That's a good thing. People need to learn that skill. That's what sports are good for when you're a kid. But when you're an adult, dude, it's a fucking game. You're watching a game. Who fucking cares? These people know more about you know, fill in the blank players' high school record than they do about the person that they're going and voting for the next day to make decisions about their life and their community's life. That's a problem, dude. That's exactly the point of why this stuff exists. Is is what this this guy's making? It's it's this it's this trick that that the world leaders and these sorts of people have used for generations and generations. It's a distraction. That's what the Roman Empire did with the Colosseum. It was a distraction. It was a circus to keep the people's eyes off of what's really important, so they don't notice the corruption going on. So they don't have time to. So they don't have time to pay attention to it. Here, we'll keep going. If it'll work here, Emperor,
1: That's why they pay player on a football team or a baseball team, a million or two million or three million dollars a year. It is the Roman circus. I know men who don't know anything in the world except who plays third base for the Mets, and they think that's a great accomplishment, and they meet and pat each other on the back and bond and go have cocktails and talk about what this guy that plays third base for the Mets did in last night's game. sad it's really sad but let me tell you something when 150 of the most powerful men and women in the world can meet in secret in baden baden germany and plot the fate of billions and nobody even cares about it but six football players go to lunch together and it's in the headlines across the country you have a reflection of the society in which that exists. And it is a sick, sick society that is doomed to self-destruction.
0: Yep. I mean, pretty simple, short video, but I think that kind of ties that together. Uh, point there is watch less sports guys care less about these people that have nothing to do with your actual life maybe read maybe listen to a podcast like this by the way hit that subscribe button hit that like button hit that notification bell uh do it you won't regret it no really if, if you do if you do find any value in this me and Peyton would appreciate it you know that's my sales pitch for you guys today Ah. Uh, But yeah, dude, care less about things that don't matter. Care more about things that do. Sports don't fucking matter. The people that are making decisions about your life, that you're responsible for choosing, that does matter. That literally does matter. You can pretend it doesn't because you don't like to, you don't want to feel the, You know, you don't want to be vocal. You don't want to feel any backlash or lose any friends or whatever your excuse is. It's a dumb excuse. So you'd rather pay attention to the things that don't matter, that don't require you putting yourself out there and standing apart from somebody else in a way that might actually result in real backlash. Because you can have sports rivalries, but at the end of the day, you're all still friends. You're you're playing the same game. You're really on the same team. But when you're talking about your worldview, your beliefs, who you want to choose to lead you and your communities, it ain't going to be the same thing. You know? Like, show a little bit more enthusiasm for the things that matter. When you see grown men at sports games like painting their fucking face and wearing a jersey with another dude, grown man's name on the back of it and jumping around and cheering, it's like, Dude, like, cut your balls off already. That's what I think. It's embarrassing for a society, for our society. Shit like that. I think it is. Uh, and again, I'm not saying all of it is there's time to have fun. There's time to do shit like that. But like at the same time, when you have these fucking grown dudes that do shit like that, and then they have no fucking idea who's running the show, who's running their lives, who's making decisions about their lives. It's like, you're a pussy, dude. You know? Um. Okay. I want to show you guys this clip. It's a movie. It's a movie clip. This is, trailer i could not believe this was real i thought it was parody when i saw this it looks like you know how snl does like those fake movie uh trailers it it's like that but almost worse it's almost more cringe it's this movie called karen and i'm not gonna say much about it i'm just gonna play it and you guys here we go also okay it's made by BET, before I get into this, it's made by BET, and some of the comments under this video are the funniest shit I've ever seen in a comment section. So I'm going to play this, a little bit of this, and I'm going to read some of the comments for you guys. Okay, here we go. I guess
1: this is a long way from East Point.
2: Baby, you just got to give it a chance.
0: Okay, I already got to pause it. <laughs> okay, so the the my favorite part about this whole thing is that there's people, this isn't supposed to be parody, like I said, so there's people that think this is reality, that think this is how the world is, that think this is how white people are, that think this is how white women are, that think this is how white people think of black people if they move into their neighborhood. It's hilarious, but it's like, on one hand, it's kind of scary that there's people that actually think this is how it works. And the only reason someone would make a movie like this is just to create that divide, is to create that narrative, to make people think that that's what's real, even if they necessarily don't. They're trying to convince people of something. It's like like Gables-level Nazi propaganda right here, using film like this to push this agenda. Okay, here we go. Ready?
2: Tell me about your new neighbors. They're black. Do you mind keeping it down? If you don't comply, I'll tell the manager.
0: I'll tell the manager. Might have taken security Hi, I am Karen
3: Dressler. I'm your neighbor. What the
0: fuck is this lady in? You
3: need to be taking your trash cans off the curb right when the trash
2: is.
0: She's not from. That's not that chick from. uh oh, No, she's not in Breaking Bad. I don't know. She's in something. Anyways, she and she every 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 movie or show this this chick in she this chick is in she just looks like she's on some fucking crack every time and her voice man I can't stand your voice okay so whoever actually that's the one thing this this movie the casting directors did really well with is picking this lady to play Karen well done
3: is picked up is she nice
2: yeah she's nice
3: wait a minute we have a white entitled neighbor named
0: Karen Karen hey okay, enjoy yourself
3: there she is slaving away in the kitchen I've come across some very suspecting teenagers. Suspecting?
2: Can you please hurry up? Please, they're very, very aggressive. Yep. I left my wallet with my ID at home. Leave us alone! We didn't do anything. How the heck
3: did you end up moving to this neighborhood? Next thing you know, we have criminals.
2: You take care of him, and I will take care of her. Would you mind stepping out Man, of the car? This my
4: office isn't covered. Okay, this is this
0: like this is the. F- Fucking bullshit that I'm talking about right here. So they assume all they assume just because they're black, then your white neighbors are automatically going to hate you. See, I think what this is this is geared towards probably younger people of color. This movie, it is. I mean, it's made by BET. That's their audience, are younger black people. So they want them to think that white people hate them and literally want to kill them and that white people know all the cops in the town and they can just call the cops whenever they so choose and get you in trouble for being black in their neighborhood. Like this is not real. And I think the the fact that they have to make such a caricature of this shit proves that it's not real. If it was as real, if the racism was as real as they say it is, or they want you to believe They wouldn't have to make this shit up. They wouldn't have to make literal propaganda film and movies to try to convince you that it is. Do you understand? Like, okay, here we go. Her and her brother.
3: She doesn't like black people. We have a search warrant. Well, I'm black. I know. She
2: doesn't like you either. I wanna sell the house. What did I do? You can't tell me, huh? We are living oh in Oh my space.
0: god. Okay. Who the fuck has a Confederate soap dispenser? Who? Like, really? This is the kind of shit that they have to this is the kind of shit that they have to put on a screen to try to convince people that this is real. It's so out of touch with reality. I, I it's unbelievable. It reminds me of like this this one dude. I think I mentioned this in another episode. This one dude that I'm friends with on Facebook. He put this status on. He was talking about Joe B- or Hunter Biden using the N-word. Remember when that came out? And Hunter Biden, if you don't know, he some texts were revealed that he used the N-word. Like, number one, I don't give a fuck about anything that dude does. He's a piece of shit human being. What else would you expect from Hunter Biden than to do something like that? So I don't know why that's news in the first place. That's just if 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 Hunter Biden like went to a homeless shelter and started feeding homeless people and donating money to them and whatever and did something good, that would be that should be headline news. Not him using the N word. That's just expected character from him. Anyway, so this guy commented, this dude I'm friends with on Facebook. Don't know why, but he commented, uh, he put it on like just a status, just no context, just put this. He said something along the lines of if you're uh, criticizing Hunter Biden, hey, or, hey, all of you people, and he's such a subtle diss to conservatives here in such a such a passive-aggressive way to call them all racists at the same time. Really brilliant. He says, uh, if you're using, uh, or if you, hey, everybody that's criticizing Hunter Biden for using the N-word, why don't you go tell your Confederate toting friends to quit it too? Like that guy that put that, is the kind of fucking idiot that would believe the 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 bullshit that this movie's teaching I don't know anybody like that I don't know anybody that that totes confederacy and I know a lot of conservatives I don't know any conservative that knows a conservative that's like that that supports that shit that doesn't like black people that's racist all these stupid character caricatures that these morons and these these film producers convince people of and you can tell it works because of people like this person I'm friends with on Facebook posting this thing, he's basically saying the exact same thing. He's building a false character caricature and subtly calling people that he disagrees with that are on the other political side racists. Ironically, using Hunter Biden's use of the N-word, probably an actual racist, as the club to beat beat us over the head with that. It's ridiculous. Okay. We'll keep going with this trailer
3: a Racist. You wouldn't oh, she's have got asked. a gun. You wouldn't want your wife to know. Shit's getting serious.
2: I was not standing back there. What do we have here? we got a hammer, everything looks like nails. You people are very angry. Shut your. Dude, out.
0: this is. Hey, I will. Okay, I will give BET this. This is the most diverse movie they've ever made. This is the most white people i think they've ever put in a movie so good for them props to salute you guys hat off good job
2: bad things happen to people that don't comply
0: oh karen dude that's just fucking awesome that this movie exists <laughs> Oh, it just makes me so happy that this movie exists. That's all the producers right there. Actually, that's me. That's me watching this. I cannot wait to go see this movie. I don't know if it's going to be in theaters. It's made by BET. It might just be on BET, which I would assume, but I'm fucking watching it, and I'm going to do a review of that movie on this fucking podcast. I'll tell you. Okay, let's move on here to something else other than this movie. So I want to show this clip. And I, I was showing these clips in my last episode where parents were kind of just dropping the hammer on school boards. And I found another one last night. And when I was recording this last night and I forgot to hit record, this is one of the videos that I showed uh and i'll play it again because it's fucking awesome i love seeing people fight back i love seeing parents just do what needs to be done and stick it to these school boards and this guy you you okay a lot of the ones i shared it was people really mad and yelling which you need that at some level you need that but this guy is so calm and so to the point and it's ah it's great this guy has so much patience and you could tell he really means what he's saying just seems like an all-around good dude Okay, let me pull this up here. Let me get this full screen for you guys.
4: This is my lovely wife, Keisha. And we're here today to represent the millions of black Americans who disagree with the Black Lives Matter movement. I always ask people, have you ever been to the Black Lives Matter website? Most people say no. That's a great question. Let me show you three things that I saw on there that goes against my Christian viewpoints. And as a taxpayer, I do not want to see this agenda, this indoctrination pushed, On my four children. What I saw was if you go to Black Lives Matter website, it says that they support uh, sexual perversion, which they in their own words, we foster a queer affirming network. This is America, you can be who you want to be, you can love what you want to love. But that indoctrination, that
0: teaching should not be forced on everyone. See, he just brought up Let me pause it here. He just brought up like a really good simple point that often gets overlooked and dismissed is the idea that like you just said, like you can love, this is America. You can be what you want to be and love who you want to love, but that should not be forced on everybody else. That's the whole idea behind freedom of religion, right? I mean, number one, there's the idea of, Freedom of—I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons that there's a lot of things that go into that. You can talk about uh, the separation of church and state, where at back in back in the day when the when the Constitution was written, uh, England had the the Church of England, the Anglican Church, who basically ran the state. They basically were the government, so it was a way of separating that. So then you don't have an overarching uh, meta narrative or uh, religious ideology that's forced on people. People have the the freedom the liberal freedom to choose what they want to believe. That's the best way to truth turns out is to give individuals and that you, you can't have that freedom of religion unless you believe in the autonomous individual. Marxists black labs matter. They don't believe in the autonomous individual. They believe everything is a group and they believe everyone is in a group and groups are automatically pitted against each other in an, in an endless game of power which is why they're okay with trying to powerfully force their ideology onto you, whether that's through guilt trips, whether that's through literal violence as we've seen, but he points out a good thing. You can love what you want to love. You can believe what you want to believe you can do, you know, as long as you know, your freedom stops as your freedom is as free as you want it to be until it, you know, interferes with someone else's kind of idea. And you could even say that you could even argue that that's a biblical principle. These classical liberal principles of, of valuing the autonomous individual through it all stems from. And, but you can't force it on somebody else, especially when it's coming from taxpayer dollars. We're such a diverse country. You can't force an ideological indoctrination, like what they're doing with critical race theory, how they're applying it in schools and corporations all across the board. But it, Especially if it's something like a public funded school. You can't do it. They, these people would make the same argument in reference to the Bible. You can't preach the Bible because that's adhering to an, to a religious or ideologic, ideological framework that not everybody in here agrees with or believes. Which is true. That's a fair argument in a public school. So why don't they make the same principle? Why don't they apply the same logic with their own religious ideological framework? Which Marxism 100% is that? Well, it's because they don't really care about not imposing ideological f- frameworks on people that don't believe it. They just want theirs to be the one that's imposed. You see what I'm saying? And this is the difference I see with, uh, with classical liberals or Christians or conservatives. However you want to frame it, People write of Karl Marx these days, turns out, is like, I'm a Christian, I'm a conservative, but I don't want my beliefs forced onto people that don't believe it. I want everybody to come to the truth, come to the realization, come to to conclusions on their own. Not only is that the more genuine, genuine approach, but that it actually gives people the freedom to find truth because it turns out the best way to actually find truth is to be given an open door and a window to do that. You know what I mean? Also, I don't know why my screen just kind of went yellow there. If you guys are watching, let's see if, okay, never mind. We're good. Um, But yeah, I'll keep going with this video.
4: We disrupt the nuclear family. That's my wife, this is our four children. Why would you disrupt the nuclear family? In most black communities, the father is not there. That's why we're seeing so many issues and so many problems. Why disrupt that? Another thing you will see is that they say, we engage comrades. They, in their own words, their leader said, they are trained Marxists. Trained Marxists. I'm an American. I believe in American exceptionalism. I believe America is the best country ever. Another thing I want to point out this in our neighborhood, everyone can put up their signs and it says, we believe in this house. I want to give you what we're going to put in our, in our neighborhood. We believe God created man and woman. Love is sacrificial. God created science, not a few or some, but all lives matter. An unborn life is still a life. Helping the immigrant,
0: Judging character, not see, skin Okay, color. regardless of the religious things there, he said, the other shit, which I believe the religious things he just said there, but let's say you don't. The obvious, and he'll read some more of, of that too, and you'll see this. The obvious truths that he's bringing out that the left has to do so much Gymnastics to avoid and to convince people it's not true is unreal. Like an unborn child is a is a human being. That's such a biologically obvious and irrefutable thing. To where even Planned Parenthood admits that, but they still convince people that it's irrelevant and that it's meaningless. So that's a thing what they're doing now they're not they're not telling you that scientific reality and objectivity is not real they're just saying it doesn't matter anymore oh that the science you know uh biological development with the fetus oh yeah that's real but it doesn't matter oh scientific science in regards to uh, sexual uh, gender and, or biology, biological gender, biological sex, wherever you want to word it. Oh yeah, it's real. Oh, but, but that doesn't matter anymore. What matters is how you feel about it. And those feelings are what we're going to now ad- indoctrinate and force and push onto everybody else. And if you don't feel the same way, way we do, and if you don't accept and agree with us see they're not just looking for tolerance they're not even just looking for acceptance they're looking for agreeance that's what indoctrination is it's not looking for tolerance or even acceptance it just it's not looking for the the freedom to live and let live it's looking for complete and total agreement and compliance okay we'll keep going here this video is almost over
4: Teller, respecting the law And the flag We're also going to put this one up In this house, we believe bi- li- bi- Biology is real All lives matter Crime is illegal Jesus is life, God is love Unborn babies Are humans, right? Stop. Truth Is everything Lastly, I want to say this indoctrination 30 seconds.
0: I don't it, know if you guys I'll end the video right there I don't know if you guys have seen the real sign that he's quoting. Like, the science is science. Love is love. Or science is real. Love is love. No one is illegal. Kindness is everything. Like, that sign. I hate those because it takes uh, multi-faceted, complex things and, and narrows it down to a unilateral, unilateral, one-dimensional line of thought. Like, science is science. So are you saying that people that don't agree with your interpretation don't believe that science is real and there's such thing as objective truth in that? That's what they're saying. Oh, no human is illegal. Oh, so you're saying that that you you are you think that people that agree with immigration law devalue the human life of people that are not immigrant or that that are not crossing the border legally? Oh, love is love. Oh, so you so you think that people that that hold to a traditional biblical uh, understanding and interpretation of the family and marriage and all these things, that they just hate other people that don't? That they don't care about love then? See, this is what they're doing. It's like what I've talked about before with the idea of social justice or Black Lives Matter, the words progressive. These phrases that they use, they're very simple phrases that no no sane person would disagree with black lives matter no one's disagreeing with that phrase black lives matter social justice no one's disagreeing with 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 that phrase justice in our society uh progressive no one's disagreeing with with progress but what what's underneath those words are not what the words mean and that's 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 what we have to understand is we have to start unpacking what's underneath all these these words because we'll find it is exactly not what the words are saying Sadly, it's, it's, it's manipulative and it's deceitful and the less we can, the less we fall for that, the better. Um, what else was I, what else was I going to show you today? Oh, okay. This is good. So I found this clip, uh, and this is from like the Oprah Winfrey show. I want to say, or like some show that she sponsors or produces or something, right? On her network, let's say that, for lack of better terminology here. Uh, and it's these these black ladies saying that racism is why they're fat. Okay? Racism is why they're fat. That's why they experience obesity, because they're stressed. Okay, I'll just play this video. This is hilarious. And I'll, I'll make some commentary as well here. Okay,
5: Black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same.
0: Unbelievable. Okay, I'll just read this, pause it read this for audio listeners by the way like subscribe share if you're on youtube uh spotify apple podcast google podcast anchor all that give it a follow share it as well if you want to you know anyways okay in september 2019 on the oprah winfrey yeah oprah winfrey network show black women own the conversation okay black women own the conversation all you gotta do is sub the word black blacken for white, and you tell me how that sounds. Is it racist? Everybody would say it is. This is what they do. This is, why it's, this is why saying black women own the conversation is not racist, and why saying white women own the conversation, if you were to say that, is racist according to these people. It's because they believe that you can punch up and you can mistreat those who are upstream from you who are who you're downstream from oppression you're the one receiving oppression you're the oppressed you're allowed to mistreat the the uh, alleged accused oppressors whatever that group might be fill in the blank i guess right now we're talking about white people you're allowed to mistreat white people you're allowed to be racist you're allowed to to oppress the the oppressors in the same way that they oppress you if you're the one that's being oppressed. It's all who's upstream versus who's downstream from oppression, right? That's why they think it's okay. That's why they re, re- that's why they redefine things like racism as prejudice plus power, because now they say black people can't be racist because of this concept, this dichotomy. And it's complete delusion because they're still doing the same thing. This is the same arguments that groups like the KKK made, that the Jim Crow advocates made, that the Southern slave owners made. They're just, they're simply just mistreating people. Like MLK would be rolling over in his grave if he saw this going on right now. After all the shit that they did, civil rights movement, everything that entailed that, He'd be livid because they're not judging people by the content of their character. They're judging people specifically by the, the color of their skin. And then they're putting people into boxes because of the color of their skin and a character trait. You cannot change. That does not define your value. That does not define your, your character. It's like the least important thing about a person is that how much pigment they have in their skin. And they're going to use that as leverage to pit groups against each other so they can ensue this, this tribalistic, neo-Marxist-orientated war and revolution. They want a revolution. These are revolutionaries. These are radical revolutionaries. They want to disrupt the system, dismantle, disrupt. This is how they do it. They think everything's about power. Each group is just pitted in an endless Hobbesian nightmare against each other fighting for power and those groups are dependent on things like your sex and your gender and your race your or, <laughs> sex and your gender uh, your sex and your race and whatever all these different things things that don't really fucking matter and them saying things like this black women on the conversation that it's immediately demeaning to all white people just like if you were to say white people white women on the conversation you think that's immediately demeaning to all black people it's the same fucking thing So why are we letting these people get away with this shit? Okay, I'm gonna keep going with the video.
4: Who believes we make excuses for not taking care of ourselves?
5: Yes, my name is Lisa Banks, and um, I am the only girl in my family. I'm the oldest. So, I was born with stress. I lost both of my parents back to back. So, you go home to your father's funeral, you deal with preparing for them.
0: I was born with stress. See, right away, she goes, The first thing she says is going right to the victim card. I was born with stress. Like, oh, these people are never going to get anywhere in life because. Even if you are a victim, which everybody is a victim at some level. I'm a victim at some level. You're a victim at some level. Everybody's a victim of something at some level, of some shitty circumstance or situation they can't control. Everybody is. And everybody is a a self-victim of situations where they can control and they made a bad decision and now they're suffering the consequences. Everyone is also that. And guess what playing the victim card does? Is it makes you a self-victim you victimize yourself you put yourself in that in that category and then you suffer negative consequences as a result why would you want to add more of that to the already victimization that you might experience that's not your fault is that going to make your situation better even if even if the victimization that's not your fault is true no but this is what they're teaching people to do and this is why you see this endless loop of fatherless homes and destroyed communities and you can go down the whole list especially in the black community 80% of fathers aren't in the homes crime rates are skyrocketing as a result poverty skyrocketing as a result this is because people believe this they believe everything is somebody else's fault and everybody everything is somebody else's everything bad is somebody else's doing and they do nothing about themselves. If you have that mindset that everything is somebody else's fault, you're never going to get better, you're never going to grow, you're never going to change, you're never going to going to going to figure out what you need to do in order to overcome the victimization no matter if it's self-inflicted or not. Nothing's ever going to get better for you. That's the point. This is how this lady starts this. I was born in distress. We all were, dude. Get over yourself.
5: repass, then you go back to work. They only give you three days. You go back to work, pay bills, take care of your daughter, your household, but you didn't mourn not one parent, but both parents. And then on top of that, you still got to get up every day and and go to work and pay the bills and produce and be that person people think you are supposed to be. You're dying inside. You're stressed inside. You're not taking care of yourself. There's no exercise. There's no meditation. So I actually want us to to, to hold up a little bit before we do this.
0: <sighs> these people, dude. It's like part of me, I don't feel bad for these people. I feel bad for the people that are believing what these people are saying. Like young, impressionable minds. That's what I feel bad for. That's who they're destroying.
5: This thing where we start blaming ourselves. Like, I hate when people talk about Black women being obese. I hate it. Because it becomes a way to blame us for a set of conditions that we didn't create. We're moving. We're taking care of kids. But our food quality suffers.
0: Bro, nobody fucking forced you to shove Wendy's in your face. McDonald's. Our food food quality suffers. Okay. Here's the thing. You, if you're, if you're as poor as you're, you think you think you're so poor, you can't afford it. Like some rice and some chicken and some non fatty foods. You can't afford to go outside and jog around the block every day. Do some push-ups, do whatever you got to do to stay active and healthy and fit. Like how, what? Like, look where you are, lady. Look what you're wearing. You're not that poor nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying you can't work out. You got to eat fucking Burger King every day until your gut is coming out of your shirt. This is what they think. And they think, Oh, that's because of racism because white people are hoarding all the good food and all the good exercise. Dude, shut the fuck up. It's not. Oh my God. We
5: are living in the Trump era.
0: And look,
5: those policies kill our people. You can't get access to good health care, good insurance. The research says that black women, when we. Oh, here we
0: go. It's always back to that, dude. Sorry, I keep pausing it so much, but it's always back to that. You can't get good health care. You can't get good insurance. You can't get blah, blah, blah. It's all about giving the government more excuse to take more from you and to them somehow promise to give it back via health insurance and all this other bullshit. It's always a grift, dude. Oh, we're fat. Oh, it's because of racism. Oh, what's the solution? Oh, yeah, give the government more power over our health care. Do you see? Do you see the grift here? It's exactly what they're doing. Okay, we'll keep going to the video.
5: Same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the oh, because stress- she
0: experiences more stress because she's black versus everybody else. Like go fucking cry me a river. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. If you think that you're automatically dim like diminished and lower than because you're black. Especially if you're a white person and you believe this. You're a white supremacist. You think you're automatically better than black people. You think they're automatically lower. They experience more stress because they're black. Because they're more oppressed. Because their skin color verbatim. That's white supremacy. This is unbelievable. Again. Creating a mentality of victimization. Is only going to create more victimization. That's all they're doing. They're not going to be able to build the skills because it's like, it's like, I might've said this before as well. It's like this. I heard David Goggins talk about this one time. He's like, the best thing you can do for yourself is be honest with yourself. The best thing you can do for yourself is say, Hey, I suck. I'm out of shape. You know, I'm fat. I'm lazy. I'm not as smart as I want to be. I'm not as as bright as I want to be. I'm not getting as much shit done that I want, uh, that I'd like to be honest with yourself. I'm operating at a zero when I should be at a 10. If you tell yourself, when you're operating at a zero, that you're operating at a 10 because you want, you want yourself to feel better and you think that's going to just cultivate a, a better life as a result, you're dead ass wrong. That's what these people are doing. If you start at zero, you have a place to move forward. If you start at 10 when really, honestly, you're at zero, you only have backwards to go. You're not going to improve even if you are a victim. All right.
5: Go to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work
0: for you. The same. I can't. I can't. I. Fuck, man. These people, dude. I don't really know what else to say to that video. I think I commented enough, but you guys get the point. This is exactly the kind of mindset that they're creating. This is what they want you to think. They just want to pit people against each other, make people weak. Guess what? If you have this attitude like this lady does, you're going to be fucking weak. You're going to be mentally weak. You're going to be physically weak. Take some personal ownership for yourself is the lesson that these people are not teaching you. They don't want you to teach. They don't want you to believe that because if you take personal ownership and responsibility for yourself, You know, mentally, physically, morally, you're going to be hard to push around. You're going to put up a fight. You're going to be a strong individual that they're not going to be able to manipulate as easily. They go as far as blaming fatness on racism. Unfucking believable. Okay. I'm going to show you one more thing. This is kind of just, this is sad, but this is kind of funny. Also, I got something to play. Uh, just for that last clip I showed, this is what I think of it.
2: Fake news. Fake
1: news. Fake news,
2: Fake news. Fake news. It's totally fake news. Fake news. Fake news. The fake news of fake news. Fake news. I think it's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. And it's fake. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. And the fake news. Fake news. Fake
0: news. And then the. All Alrighty then. That was that. Dude, I miss Donald Trump. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about it. See, he understood what I was just saying previously in my commentary of that last video, which is why people liked him because he didn't make excuses. He didn't blame everything that's bad on somebody else. He was like, yeah, shit's bad. And there's these people fucked it up. Now let's go fix it. Let's get to work. That's true individually. That's true on a society standpoint, politically. These people don't want you to believe that. Okay, let me show you this video. This is fucking terrifying and hilarious. I'm just not gonna say anything about this, you just watch.
2: In fact, I feel incredibly sorry for him, um, but this is a perfect example of people being brainwashed and manipulated uh, with COVID, with everything going on, with the jab and all of that. Okay, this is a prime, perfect example of the brainwashing that has taken place, the propaganda that has been spewed forth, okay? Watch it, listen to it. it it's, it's almost, uh, it's shocking, right? It's mind boggling that there are people really like this right now. So take a listen. John Lewandowski never thought a trip to get his first Moderna vaccine in early March would end up with a trip to the hospital. But a severe reaction to the dose, including a swollen face and throat and constant hiccups, made for an unpleasant few days.
3: So I was isolated, couldn't see anyone, and I didn't know what was
0: happening with my body. He, Dude, this guy is just such a fucking bitch. That's all I'm going to say. Let's keep watching.
2: Planned on waiting four weeks to get the second dose, but his doctor told him to hold off. Now he says it's leaving him in medical limbo.
3: And I went for my second shot since then so many different times to be told, no, we're not doing it, we can't do it.
2: Doctors and pharmacies have turned him away. He's even reached out to the CDC and the White House. It's been an emotional three months. Lewandowski wants the second shot, but he says it could cause his heart to stop.
3: Like I'm setting myself up for an execution day, execution moment, and today I wrote a note to say goodbye to my family. Um, what to do with the money Dude. in my account, all this money that we think, you know, makes us happy. And um, I never had a living will, but I wrote it out today because I was going to get vaccinated today and I didn't know if I was going to come out. Bro, the years, what's I- the
0: fucking point then? This is how stupid people are, man. Like you can blame this on the media. You can blame this on a lot of factors. which you're probably right if you blame it on those things at some level. But at another level, and I think the most foundational level, people like this, that's their own fault. They didn't take any responsibility for themselves. They didn't learn anything. They just took whatever other other people told them. They didn't do any of their own research. They're weak, impressionable, manipulate they're, they're easy to manipulate and control and push around. As a result, and they'd rather sign a living will after they just experienced life-threatening side effects from the vaccine. They'd rather go for round two and sign their will to their and and write a a letter to their family in case they die after a medical professionals professionals told them not to, than to not get the vaccine. Just simply not get it. Remember, you're getting vaccinated from something that you, as an adult as an average adult have like a ninety nine point nine whatever percent chance of surviving. It's I don't even know, man. Let's keep going with this. I think oh, I just exit out accidentally. Anyways, that was basically it. Like that's shocking that people are this stupid and that people are this brainwashed. And all I gotta say to all those people out there that are that are that are pushing and manipulating people to get vaccinated, even under these circumstances, here we go. Fake news.
2: Fake news, folks. Fake
0: news. Fake news.
2: It's totally fake news.
1: Fake news. fake news.
2: The fake news of fake news. Fake news. I think it's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news, and it's fake
0: anyways that's all we got for today guys thanks for listening we'll be live tonight i think it's what is it the 29th today let me check on my computer uh 29th tuesday the 29th we're gonna be live tonight about 10 10 30 me peyton and possibly our friend jake tune in we'll see you guys next time let me end this here uh